on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bank road. Can't fold, that's a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Purcell, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today we have Andy and DJ. Cruise the motherfucking internet. That's what we're going to do. That was cute. Yeah, you like Good that? job, yeah. All right, so cruise the internet. That's CTI. That means uh, we're going to put up headlines on the screen. We're going to talk about them. We're going to speculate on what's true and what's not true. And then we're going to talk about what we think the solution is and how you could play a part in that solution. This is a personal development business entrepreneurship-based show. So all of the other formats, for the most part, fit into that. CTI is the only one that talks about social issues on the most part. The reason the show's like that is because if we do not have a free society to, for us to plant our little entrepreneur seeds in, they can't sprout and grow and make us money and reward us the way we want. A lot of you guys just want the personal development content and not understanding that CTI actually is something that we should all be paying attention to. So if you're here for CTI, listen to the personal development content because it's going to make you fucking better. If you're here for personal development, listen to CTI so you make sure that we have the freedom so you can grow and become who it is you're trying to become. So the rest of the show is very simply. We have a Q&AF show. That's where you get to submit the questions and we answer them. You can submit your questions one of a couple different ways. First way is, guys, you can email your questions into askandy at andyforsella.com. Or you can go on YouTube on the Q&AF show and drop your question right down there in the comments and uh, we'll answer some of those as well. Other times we have real talk. Real talk is five to 20 minutes of me just laying down some shit that I think you need to hear. Then we have full length, full length, what you see on most other podcasts where we have a group of people in the room. Usually these people have done amazing things that you probably want to do a little bit of yourself and we break it down and we talk about how they're just regular humans and how they got to be so amazing, rich, successful, and badass because we know that's what you ultimately want as well. Uh, and then we have uh, 75 Hard Verses. And for those of you who don't know, I am the creator of the Live Hard program, which 75 Hard is a part of. If you go to episode 208, you can get the program for free. I recommend it as the foundation for your entire ability to be mentally tough and execute and adhere to the plans and the dreams that you set out for yourself. It's free. There is a book. You can buy it on my website. You don't have to buy it. You can get it for free. Episode 208 on the audio feed of Real AF. For all of this information that we give out, which includes my 24 years of business experience, and I've been pretty successful, especially at a pretty young age, um, I share it with you for free. All I ask is that you pay the fee, and that means share the show. All right. A lot of you guys hit me up. You're like, man, this show's great. I just found it. Everybody should be listening. Well, tell your friends, motherfucker, because that's how we grow. All right. If you don't tell them, we don't grow. It's that simple. So don't be a hoe. Share the show. All right. Hey. What's up? What's going on? Oh, not much. Yeah. Yeah. What's up with you? Oh, nothing much. Dude, uh, we're going through this. Uh, Alex's car got totaled a couple of weeks ago. Was that the night of Summer Smash? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I literally had just got home that night. I was chilling. You know, I may or may not have been, uh, you know, I was chilling. We'll just yeah. call it that. Yeah. And yeah, dude, a fucking massive branch just drops down, totals it. Yeah. So that they, they uh, and this is my first time having to deal with like a whole car getting totaled against you. Um, so it's an interesting process, but um, working through that, man. It's, so a branch just fell right on top of the car. And that's the first time she's even ever parked there in three years. That's weird. Dude, it was wild. Huh. Wild shit. Um, so, yeah, we're going through all of that and uh, trying to get all that shit situated and handled. And it's a whole process, man. Yeah. It's, it's a whole process. Deal with these I will say companies. this. And, I, you know, I don't, I don't do ads or shout outs. But uh, I will say this. So, we, we, we found a vehicle. 
We absolutely love it. Um, but we went to CarMax to get the car. Uh-huh. And I, and I got to say this, he doesn't, he doesn't even know where, you know, I do the show or anything like that, but uh, the guy's name there, his name is Zach. Okay. This dude is fucking phenomenal. All right. And super per like, I mean, the whole, ex- everything that you preach about experience, right? Like, you know, and you know, for, for those of you guys, I'm sure you guys know, like shopping so, at first. So forms. before you tell everybody who he is, why yeah. don't you just tell him to come work for us? Well, he needs to. Yeah, I know. So don't tell everybody who his last name is or anything. Yeah. yeah. We're going to take him. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. But like, but like, you know, also, and here's the craziest thing, right? Like, you know, we're going through this whole process and like, dude, he's just super personable, right? Younger guy, super personable. And, you know, I've been, we've been to a few car lots. You know how the car shit goes too. Yeah. It's a, it can be a very miserable experience. It usually is. Hours and hours at a dealership, right? And one of the first things he says, like, all right, listen, like, tell me what you want because we're not going to spend, you know, hours and hours out here. Like, if you see something, if I point something out, you don't like it, just say, nope, we'll move on to the next one. Like, dude, the whole process was fucking amazing. Yeah. So we're sitting talking, we get all the numbers right. And I'm, I'm like, dude, like, I just want to say thank you, man. You made this process like really easy. I'm like, how long you been doing this? He said, bro, this is my second week here. I said, no fucking way. What did you do before that? I think he was just came out of fucking college. Oh, like, really? dude, he's young, man. But like, like dude, it's fucking, it, he's awesome. Okay. He's awesome. And like, you know, for those of you guys know, like shopping at first form, it's hard to really shop anywhere else because of how bad most places handle the customer service experience. And uh, I, Zach is killing it. Oh, that's so, cool. Um, yeah. But I mean, outside of that, everything else is, uh, everything else is everything else. Cool. So, yeah. Well, how are you? I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know what's been going on in the world. I, I'm, I'm actually not paying attention anymore until it's time for the show. Well, I, I can give you a little sneak peek. Yeah. Uh, just- I, I will say this. The internet influencers that I follow are getting insane. And like <laughs> you guys are losing everybody because your shit is so obnoxious. Yeah. You know, these same videos. Can you believe this shit? No shit, motherfucker. We see it and we've been seeing it. How about some fucking calls to action? How about some of that? What's the solution? How about having some fucking big ass balls and saying, hey, this is what the fuck I want my followers to do. You mean kind of like how we do every single fucking show? Yeah. Like, bro. And then instead they want to sell (laughs) T-shirts. Yeah. I do have a little sneak peek for you. Yeah. G the poo. Just know that's coming. That, that's coming. So just keep Man, that. It really does look like him. It does. Yeah. yeah. Just, just keep that in the back of your minds. But uh, uh, yeah, let's let's get going. I did want to bring something up because uh, <laughs> I want to get your take on this. Malaria mosquitoes being deployed out of drones. Mm-hmm. Is that first thoughts? I, I believe that Bill Gates was doing something like this uh, to try and spread a vaccine at one point. He, well, he was. Yeah. He absolutely was. Um, and, and this one, this is, so this is, uh, this headline reads, Russia accuses U.S. of preparing to target its troops with drones carrying malaria-bearing mosquitoes as Ukrainians raise flags in newly recaptured vid- village among claims they have paused counteroffensive. So there are reports that are coming out right now that are saying the U.S., is capable of dropping malaria-bearing mosquitoes, yeah, and on and dropping them in on targeted fucking populations, yeah. That doesn't shock you, no, not at all. <laughs> yeah. Does that shock you? I mean, I mean, I'm just thinking of like the the. I listen. First of all, I'll say this: I don't put shit past our government, right? I think that's like rule number one. I don't put shit past them, right? 
Um, but I'm just thinking of like the level of like, I mean, like that, that, like, I mean, that's a, that's a very specific thing. Like that's, that has to be a lot to go into that, man. Well, like, I, mean, I don't even know if that's like well, possible. Dude, I mean, why, why do you think they do all these labs, these bio labs and these experiments? And, and basically, you know, this is the biggest reason that Putin's even having this uh, conflict is because of the United States involvement in biolabs. It's a, it's a danger to humanity. And we just learned that with COVID and it's going to only get worse. And if they want to do and introduce another pandemic, they would just, all they would have to do is say, Oh, well, escape from a biolab. Sorry. And the whole world could die and they could know the cure for whatever disease and keep a secret. They all take it. I mean, how come none of these government officials died from the vaccine? How come none of these government officials died of COVID? Hmm. Like none of them, none of them. Why? Despite them partying without masks and fucking restaurants. Bro, because it was fucking bullshit. First of all. Yeah. Okay. Where the fuck did the flu go for two and a half years? All right. Second of all, it was a test. Third of all, what do they test things for? They test things for things they're going to do. Yeah. All right. So my, in my opinion, I believe that one of their plans is, and you had DeSantis say it the other day. DeSantis said it in one of his speeches. He said, they're going to do it again. Hmm. Right. Dude, they're prep. Like you have even the mainstream presidential candidates saying they're going to do it again. And they are going to do it again. And the reason they're going to do it again is because so many people complied and didn't question it at all that now they understand how it's going to work. And the same thing will happen again. We'll have the mass zealots and the, you know, the, the fucking agenda followers, the NPCs, they'll fucking try to shame everybody. Only this time, I think they'll get their asses beat. Mm. That's what I think will happen. No. But, but, the only, but, but if they release something that's truly deadly... Okay, what did they try to do to the people who stood up against COVID? They tried to shame them. They tried to defame them. They tried to discredit them. They're still trying to discredit them. Fired them. Listen, you have Joe Rogan offering a hundred grand to one of the scientists arguing that what he's, what Rogan is saying and what uh, RFK is saying is vaccine disinformation. And he gives him a hundred grand to come on the show and defend his position. He says, no. Can't. Because he can't defend it. There's nothing to defend. It's an indefensible position. These people are just puppets and they're speaking for their own team outside of the interests of the people who even put them on that team. And they will do this again. Only this time, instead of just villainizing and shaming and trying, they will actually criminalize the people who are against it because this time it actually will kill people. Okay, so this is their plan, in my opinion, to remove the dissenters once and for all. I think they're going to run another pandemic play. I think it's a, I think it's a possibility. I think it's an above 90% possibility mm. that they will run another pandemic play sometime soon in the future where it actually kills people. And then people like me and people like Rogan and people like RFK and all these other people who have stood up and said bullshit, right? They will criminalize and put those people in jail or execute them to remove the dissenting voices from, because they'll be able to say, look, see, this is the damage that they actually caused. Right. Yeah. And all they have to do is release something that's truly deadly because there's so many people that still fucking believe the government and still listen. Bro, I was at this party this weekend for a couple hours of some people um, out in the rural areas. OK. And we the were part. I didn't get the invite. Huh? The s'mores party. I didn't get the. Invite. Yeah, bro. There was no black people. Fuck. Yeah. I wasn't allowed. Sorry, man. It's code. All right. So we were having our s'mores party. 
DJ wasn't allowed to come. The motherfucker right. said rule. I said, fuck, that sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we were having a we were having a KKK gathering. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Out in the woods. Uh so anyway, <laughs> so me and my homies, <laughs> me and my real homies. Right, right, right. Uh, but I was talking to these guys, and like half of them got the shot. They just did what the doctor told them. They don't realize what's going on. And they like these people are such hardworking, proud people. Like these people truly believe. They're like, bro, if it comes to my doorstep, I'll shoot these people in the face. Mm -hmm. The problem is they don't think that it's ever going to come to their doorstep. They think that these problems are going to remain in the, in the city and they don't understand what's happening in Europe and Canada with the ways that they've made farming unaffordable. And then they're confiscating the farms from these farmers in order, you know, in the, in the uh, name of ESG or environmental, you know, or fucking cow farts or whatever right. the fuck they're deciding to do this week. Right. <laughs> if they think cow farts are so deadly, what do you think they think of human farts? Yeah, right. You think they're going to try to remove those too? Like some of y'all are just stupid. Like you can't fucking help it. Like your, your IQ is low. Okay. And what needs to happen is that you need to come to the realization that these people are intent on destroying civilization. And that includes rural America. And that includes all the farms, all, all the, all the places that you guys think are untouchable. We'll just move out. Like I see this on, on the internet all the time. I'm just going to get my 40 acres and blah, 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 brother. Come for you too. There's no place to hide here anymore. Yeah. All right. And the more you keep your head in the sand and the more you say, you know what? I'm just going to do my thing. I'm going to keep moving my way. The more momentum they gain. And you guys who listen to this show in rural America, you guys not standing up is allowing this to perpetuate and it's going to make its way to you. And I can't do anything about it. You texting me saying, hey, talk about this. Well, if you, if you knew what I talk, if you actually listen to my show, like you all say you do, you know I talk about those things every single day. And so it's frustrating for me, and it was frustrating to hear how the attitude in rural America is basically, well, we'll just do our own thing until it comes here. By then, it's going to be too late, bro. Yeah. And so, like, dude, we just still have this, this, this problem with complacency in our culture. Dude, Thinking that someone else is coming to save it. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Or, just, or this, like, false mindset that I'll... I'll I'll be good when it gets to me. No, you won't. Even though you're not doing anything now to prepare for that. They're taking the farms away from farmers in fucking Europe. Yeah. They're taking them away. They're taking them away in Canada. They're raising the costs of farming any which way they can. And then they're hammering them with environmental regulations to where it becomes unaffordable to actually farm. And then they take it, which is a whole nother topic. Like, you don't ever really own anything anyway. Like, you don't own your house. No. You don't own your fucking car. You think you own it. You don't own it. You're paying money to keep it for a certain amount of time because eventually you're going to die. It's going to go somewhere. All right? So the, the ability for us to accumulate wealth or assets is already completely removed because once you die, they hit you with a fucking 50% tax on all your shit. Mm -hmm. So the idea of generational wealth that y'all talk about doesn't even exist under the current system that we have anyway, because the people who are the second or third in line can't even afford to pay the tax on the inheritance that they get. And by the time they get it, it isn't worth what it was supposed to be anyway. So like, it's a fucking scam. And we have an entire fucking system based upon it. And we still have people like Gavin Newsom going on Fox News last week, literally saying, Sean Hannity, who I'm not really a fan of, okay? 
I think Sean Hannity's an establishment talking head for the most part. Cool, you do Krav Maga, bro. We all know you're tough, all right? <laughs> Fucking quit sucking the dicks of the establishment and you'll be a little more credible. Mm-hmm. All right, but he doesn't want to do that. He has Lindsey Graham on there every two fucking nights, who's a piece of shit. All right, on fucking Gavin New- or on Hannity's show, Gavin Newsom, Le- Hannity asked him. He said, "What's the appropriate tax rate? What's the appropriate tax percentage that someone should pay?" And Newsom gave him like twenty different answers. And finally, after like tr- Hannity wouldn't let him dodge the question, he goes, "I don't know." He goes, "Uh." You know, people were surviving on 70% tax back in the day. Like, that's where they're trying to go. 70%. Yes. Bro, people aren't even, like, people aren't even comprehending the level of, of servitude, indentured servitude or slavery that the American people exist in right now. They exist in it right now. 70%. Bro, they're going <laughs> to... Oh, I vote for Newsom before I vote for this person or that person. Well, you're a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. You're a literal idiot. Look at fucking California. California is a literal dumpster fire. Even the people that love California are fucking leaving California. Okay? Now you're going to say that you want this dude to go around and be president and you want the whole country to be like California? What Are you fucking insane? Yes. Yeah. Dude, listen, we got a bunch of brainwashed morons that watch the fucking news and think it's real. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, man. But let, let, I want to dive into this a little bit more. Um, and that's what we got. Uh, we'll just go right into our, our first headline. Guys, remember. 70% tax coming soon, bro. You keep voting that Democrat shit. Keep voting it. 70%. The, the rich will pay well, their share. that's not sheriff. for us. That's for the rich people. Bro, no. That trickles down. You're too stupid to understand how you get your money. That trickles down to you. That means you're going to pay more for your shit. That means you're going to be poorer. That means you're not going to make as much money. Like, holy shit, dude. I also love too, like it's all- this hate that they've created, this class warfare hate, where they've tricked all these lazy people who won't even try, okay, to hate the wealthy people. Like motherfucker, real talk, you couldn't do what I've done because I've given everything for it. Now, could you do it? Yeah, but you weren't willing to pay the price. It takes a tremendous toll on one's life to get to that point from the fucking bottom. All right, and you got half these motherfuckers out here. It's talking about how they're entitled to someone else's wealth or their accomplishments. Y'all can fuck right off. Nobody owes you shit. Mm-hmm. All right. We should, we should be doing the exact opposite. The reason you can't get people to do the exact opposite is because these establishment people have tricked the, the poorest people in our country to believe that if we remove the tax code, that the people at the top would just keep all the money. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's think about this for a second. You say they're greedy right? We'll say they're greedy. All right, cool. They're greedy. If they're so greedy, do you think that they're going to continue to keep their business in the exact same spot that it's at now if they pay no taxes? Or do you think because they aren't paying taxes, they would actually look at the bigger pie and say, fuck, if I hired 10,000 more people, I'd be this much more rich. Mm. Like what the fuck? Like you, you're arguing that they're greedy and okay, let's say they're greedy. Then if they're greedy, then they got to provide all these more jobs. You understand? Right. People don't think of it like that. No. No. Like they, they think that like people will just stop. The only reason that small businesses like mine don't employ everyone is because you can't scale fast enough because the tax code is so oppressive. Bro, that, I mean, that's the whole logic and it's so easy to break it down. Like I had a conversation with, uh, with an uncle uh, this, just yesterday, actually. And we were talking about, you know, 
talking about politics and you know you got on the the conversation of you know the Juneteenth celebrations and all of that. That's great. That's fine. But we start talking about Democrats, Republicans. Just like, man, I've been doing this history, and you know, and you know, uh, you know, Republicans. They're the ones that freed the slaves. I'm like, yeah, no right. shit. I'm like, that's a great conversation. Yeah. He's like, you know, and the Democrats found about the KKK. I said, yeah, that's correct. And then he's always like, but then there was the big flip. And nope. I said, I said, well, oh, hold on. And I said, okay, so you're telling me that all the Republicans went and became Democrats and all the Democrats went and became Republicans. He's like, yeah. I said, so why don't we vote Republican? He said, damn. <laughs> like, right? Like, the Democrats, if they, if they, why, like, why no, are we no, no. still? Listen, dude. Like, oh, none of the logic narratives listen, that they put the out tr- there make sense. No. It, listen, if you go back and trace what the actual slavery, or not slavery, but the actual oppression is here. Now we're removed from tax in the black people. Same people are responsible for it, okay? Yeah, yeah. But if you look at the plight of the black communities in this country, it looks the same, okay? Mm-hmm. It's high crime, it's low, un- it's, it's, it's low employment, low wages, terrible schools, all right? Places that other Americans do not want to go because they don't feel safe, yep. all right? Um, Okay, so that's the plight of the black communities. And we have to look at how that became. How did that become? Well, it started, as you know, when? Uh, 1970s with the social welfare system. And why did did they do that? They incentivized uh, black women to kick the black men out of the household. Why? How did they incentivize them? They incentivized them through social welfare. Through through money? Yeah, through money. Okay, so you make more money to remove the black male out of the home, mm-hmm. okay? And then you also get rewarded with more money to have more children more kids. with no father figure around, all right? So they're incentivizing a problem 40 years ago, all right, 50 years ago, 60 years ago, whatever the fuck that is. And now we're reaping the results of that program. Now, who put that program in? Democrats. Okay. Now, who comes to the black communities every single year since then and says, hey, you guys have high crime. You guys have low wages. You guys have terrible schools. You guys have no fathers in the household. And guess what? It's all the white people's fault. Who, what party does that? Democrats. Okay. So they created the problem, and now they're selling the solution to the problem, and then they're calling everybody who disagrees with them a fucking bigot. Well, if, if, if I'm a bigot for disagreeing with them creating problems such as high crime where black men are killed at an unprecedented rate every single fucking day, low wages, terrible schooling, and the continual plight of the black community through their own policies, and I'm a bigot for resisting that, guess what, motherfucker? I'm a fucking huge bigot. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, like, we have to start realizing who the actual racists are and what the actual racism is. Racism is not a name that you call. It's not a term that you used. It's not a joke that you told. It's none of those things. Racism is the intentional destruction of the societal potential of an entire community for the benefit of you and for at the, at the, at, at the expense of them. And that's what's been going on in the black community since the 1960s. All right. So you want to talk about who the real racists are? The real racists are the people that come in every two and four years and promise the same shit and never deliver. Mm-hmm. That's the racists. Yep. People are figuring it out, though. Oh, dude, they're waking up in droves. And yeah. it's great to see, man. It's and great. By to the see. way, that's no fucking plug for the Republicans because they could be a lot better, too. But I'm just stating the facts. On this particular issue, 
Democrats are the party of intentional racism. Joe Biden has said so much actual racist shit and done so much actual racist shit that it's insane. Okay. He gave the eulogy, I believe, at fucking Dave, one of the KKK wizards fucking funerals. Mm-hmm. Did he not? No, he did. Okay. This is the guy who comes on and says, if you don't vote for me, then you ain't black. This is the guy who says he doesn't want his kids growing up in a racial jungle. This is the guy that passes the 1994 crime bill, which puts people in prison for life for fucking simple marijuana charges. Bro, who's the actual racist here? Marriages between Or is it someone who told a joke or said some comment out of line 15 fucking years ago? Let's be real. And I'm not advocating for that either, but I'm saying what we say is racist and what's actually racist are two very different things. Yeah, 100%. Let's dive into this, man, because there, there is a lot to cover on this show today. Uh, so let's start diving into this. Guys, remember, if you want to see any of these pictures, articles, links, videos, go to andyforsella.com. You can find the link there. Or you can drop down in the YouTube description below and find the link there as well. But with that being said, headline number one, headline number one reads, judge to decide if Biden administration improperly censored social media users. Now, this is a big deal uh, going on right now. So if, this is a New York Post article. Uh, reading, a federal judge will decide whether President Joe Biden's administration violated the First Amendment by censoring users on social media over topics like COVID and election security, and if so, what to do about it. Uh, Republican attorney generals of Missouri and Louisiana brought the lawsuit last year, alleging that the Biden administration fostered a sprawling, quote, federal censorship enterprise that pressured social media platforms to scrub away dissenting views, including criticism of mask mandates and objections to COVID-19 vaccinations. Uh, The Louisiana judge presiding over the case, uh, former President Trump appointee Terry Doughty, is considering whether to intervene in communications between the U.S. government and top social media sites like Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn, among others, court documents say. Uh, In late March, Dowdy refused to dismiss the suit, noting the free speech claims were credible enough to move the case forward. Uh, The case is among the most potentially consequential First Amendment battles pending in the courts, testing the limits on government policing of social media content. Uh, Dowdy's ruling will affect the state of Missouri and Louisiana's preliminary injunction, Uh, which would prevent federal officials from, quote, taking any steps to demand, urge, encourage, pressure, coerce, deceive, collude with or otherwise induce social media platforms to censor disliked users, uh, content and viewpoints, uh, the court court complaint says. Um, So that's going on. Right. And we remember that's Eric Schmidt, too. Yeah, that is Eric Schmidt. Um, Now, Andrew Bailey, I believe, is doing a good job. And, um, and dude, I mean, and they've been fighting on this for a minute, mm-hmm. right? The court battles, we all know this stuff takes time. Um, you know, but they're, they're, they're saying, like, where's the proof, right? Where, where's the proof? A lot of people are uh, saying that it's not there. The lawsuit claims the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the State Department's Global Engagement Center, and the Department of Homeland Security, Cybersecurity, and Infrastructure Security Agency colluded with social media platforms, quote, in hundreds of of meetings about misinformation and systematically flagged huge quantities of First Amendment protected speech to platforms for censorship, uh, the journal reported. 
Uh, the plaintiffs, they've cited emails that were sent between the White House and social media executives, including one uh, to Google employees in April of 2021. Uh, in the message, the White House, then Director of Digital Strategy, Rob Flattery, accused YouTube of funneling people into vaccine hesitancy, according to the journal. Um, and Wall Street Journal even pitched in on this. Uh, everybody's pitching. Now, we remember the Twitter files that came out, right, that laid it out, what was going mm -hmm. on in Twitter and how they operated mm -hmm. and worked with uh, White House administration directly sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, it's all there. The proof is in the pudding. And I think it's interesting that at the same time, all these talks about covert censorship, uh, vaccine censorship, all of these things are coming out. It's also being released. CDC confirms COVID vaccination increased risk of autoimmune heart disease by 13,200%. The exact same time. This is all coming out. Uh, basically, where a study conducted by the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Food and Drug Administration have shown that the risk of myocarditis following mRNA COVID vaccination is around 133 times greater than the background risk in the population. This means that COVID vaccination increases the risk of suffering myocarditis and autoimmune disease causing inflammation of the heart by 13,200%. Verified by the CDC. What do we got on this? I mean, and I'm sorry, a little bit more on this, right? We all know that they've been doing this gain of function, right? So that's been clarified because the CDC's uh, filed a response saying that the risk of heart complications is higher after COVID-19 infection, and it's higher uh, than after the COVID vaccination, meaning you're, you're going to get myocarditis. Your chances of getting myocarditis is greater post-COVID-19 alone than it is after getting the vaccine, which doesn't even make fucking sense. Because, And if that did make sense, then that just means that they did manufacture and create COVID all along and made it more deadly, uh, which was a catch-22 uh, for everybody here in the world. Um, Andy, what do we got on this? Well, look, dude. I mean, we spent two and a half years trying to tell everybody this shit. Okay? And this is just validating all the information that, you know, uh, Russell Sarasky and Ben Tapper and all the people that we've had come on the show and talk about this have been able to talk about. This verifies all of that. And, <clears throat> you know, this is the shit that people were trying to save other people from. You know, there's a lot to this. First off, all the people that you went out there and shamed your cousins and fucking tried to get people fired and tried to ruin their careers, you were wrong. They were right. And you acted like a fucking asshole. And you fucking tried to bury those people and ruin their lives because you fucking thought that you were right because the government told you you were right and the media told you you were right and Hollywood told you you were right and all your fucking false idols and fake icons told you you were right while... People with common sense and the ability to connect the dots were able to say, nah, this shit can't be right. And we were trying to tell you and you were wrong and you owe every single person that you treated that way a fucking genuine apology. Because up until, you know, people are not going to forget about that because the abuse was fucking horrible. The amount of social abuse that went for anybody that wouldn't wear a mask or wouldn't vaccinate, bro, it was, it was borderline genocidal. If they would have been able to put people on train cars and usher them off, they would have all cheered. Remember how bad it was. They would have all cheered. They would have said, good riddance. You had leaders of the world like Justin Trudeau saying openly, what are we going to do with these unvaccinated people? You had Joe Biden 
um, saying over and over and over in the entire media, this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And we all know that that was fucking bullshit now. Okay. So what were they actually trying to do? My opinion is they were trying to do exactly what they did with the military, with the police, with the medical system, where they removed every single person who wasn't compliant and cost them their job. Only they wanted to take it a step further and remove every single human that isn't going to listen to their new world order bullshit and put them on a fucking cattle car to dispose of them somehow. This is how genocides start. And they all, this had the earmarks of it from the beginning. And, it, and a lot of you fell for it. And you wonder what you would have done in 1930s Germany and 40s Germany. You also, oh, I wonder what I would have done. You wouldn't have done shit. You would have been clapping for him to go to the fucking concentration camps. So you get to live with that shit for the rest of your life. So that's the first thing I think about all this. The second thing I think about all this is that this was the biggest crimes against humanity that ever existed. It was the biggest money transfer. It was the biggest control transfer. And these people deserve to be held accountable at the highest and most severe standard. Okay, that's the second point. The third point is this lends itself to us understanding how they create narratives and how they create social influence narratives for the NPCs to absorb and cheer on, right? How do they create the COVID, uh, COVIDians? How do they create the Ukraine people? How do they create the Black Lives Matter people? Well, they did so just like you would run an advertising campaign. They paid people to say shit on the internet and they paid enough people to where you assume that it must be true and you just went along with it. Mm -hmm. And so these companies have used bots, fake accounts, and the own algorithm and censorship to shape the narrative for the last 10 years, okay? That's how they've gotten us this far. They use technology to try and shape the narrative by using fake bots, fake accounts to boost up the narrative that they are with, and then they use censorship to crush the resistance. Only technology, which has been their main tool for doing this, boosts their narrative, suppress the counter narrative, which is us, okay, has now blown up in their face because there's been so much transparency that they can't possibly censor it all. It's too fast. Yeah, it comes too fast. It's There's too much of it and they can't control it now. And if they try to control it, it's going to be very obvious that they're censoring at that level, which would end up getting them killed, okay? So we're in a situation where their th shit is falling apart People are starting to understand. I hope you really understand what I'm saying. Like, I don't think the average Joe out there understands how they've created social narratives. Like, I don't think, I think, I don't think there's people are still getting it. They think these social narratives are just started because of these ones. Yes. No, no they pay these, these people. These things are planned out. The, yes. And it's a marketing campaign. Why do you think all the media says the exact same terms? Pandemic of the unvaccinated. At the same time. Right. Uh, threat to our democracy, uh, the new normal, uh, you know, disinformation, yeah, misinformation. We can, we can go on and on and on and on and on. This is all coordinated. All right. So they pay the media companies to say these things. They also pay major Hollywood celebrities or leverage or blackmail major Hollywood celebrities to say these things. And then they use social media influencers through paid campaigns to promote these narratives. And if you're not paying attention to what's going on, it looks very clearly like, well, fuck, this must be what's going on. Everybody's saying it, all right? But that's a fake narrative that they're putting out intentionally. 
And then when you speak out against it and you get hammered, what you're not realizing is a lot of that hammering is coming from fake accounts that they sit inside their social media headquarters and put them on your account to fucking make you silence, to make you afraid, to make you afraid to speak out again. Okay. And then also they use that same shit with the bots to promote the narrative that they are promoting. So it looks like all these people are supporting this one thing that doesn't make sense to most people. And then most people with common sense are afraid to speak up because every time they do, they get their traffic throttled or they get suspended or they get deplatformed or they get attacked by bot system and a few fucking NPCs that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Okay. So this is, they weaponize technology and now they're weaponizing the Department of Justice, the FBI and all this other shit. Uh, well, it's not that they're now weaponizing it. They've been weaponizing it. You're just seeing it now. And so there's massive manipulation in the reality of what is actually happening in the real world. And that in itself, the, the, the manipulation of reality for the gain of a few and to the detriment of many, that in itself is a crime against humanity. Take away all the shit with COVID. Take away all the shit with the vaccine. Take away the oppressive tax system that they convinced you is freedom. Take away all that shit. They're manipulating your reality for their benefit and your detriment. You won't get that time back. You're not going to get that life back. You're not going to be, you're, 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 most people are going to live and die and never experience any real freedom whatsoever because they believe these people's definition of freedom, which these people's definition of freedom is not actual reality freedom at all. Mm-mm. It's, it's a communism. Lie. That's a complete lie. Yeah. So those are the things I think. I think these people are tyrants. I think they belong in the wood chipper. And I think the sooner that that can happen, probably the better for everybody. Yeah. Well, and, 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 you know, final thought on this thing, man, it's like, and they're already starting to allude like this, this article from Forbes just came out. Uh, and the headline reads, laboratories are still performing gain of function research on viruses more dangerous than COVID-19. Yeah. Well, doesn't that play in? That's a big deal coming out of Forbes. You know what I'm saying? Forbes typically don't. Well, isn't that what I just said a minute ago? Yeah. That's why I wanted to bring it up. And I included it because it's like, you know, and they're saying, listen. Well, didn't I say they're going to do this again? Wasn't that just so? Was that a different show or was that this show? It was this show. It all runs together for me, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just, it's just insane, man. Look, bro, how could you remove the resistance if you're them? Okay. Everything, they're fucked right now. They haven't yeah. had a win in two, three years. Okay. Every single thing they've been shown to be a lie. How could you flip the script? Here's what you could do. You could release an actual pandemic that killed people's kids and shit. You get all the people who were fucking boisterous and loud and have voices against them to go out and say bullshit, 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 while it actually goes and kills people's children, okay? And then you turn those parents against these other people Mm -hmm. and then say these people have to be removed from society. You put these people in a camp, you kill them all, and then they get whatever they want. And that's their plan. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's my opinion. That's their plan. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, tell us what you think. Drop down in the comments where you stand on this so far. But uh, let's move on to headline number two. Headline number two reads, uh, exclusive Banky Panky. Hunter Biden gave his pa- passport details and income statements to Bariza executives to set up account with corrupt foreign bank that was shut down for breaking money laundering rules. Shocking. <laughs> Can you believe it? 
Guys, this is a uh, Daily Mail article reading. Hunter Biden and his Ukrainian gas firm employer were involved in setting up an account with a foreign bank that was shut down after a money laundering investigation. Burisma, the allegedly corrupt Ukrainian gas firm that hired the president's son in 2014, set up an account with him in Malta at a bank that later closed following financial crimes probe bombshell emails now show. The revelation that the first son and Burisma are linked to a bank accused of flouting money laundering rules comes after claims made by a long-standing FBI informant revealed this month by lawmakers that Burisma's owner sent $10 million to Hunter and his father using a complex web of offshore transactions. Emails obtained from Hunter Biden's laptop show he gave income statements, passport details, and even utility bills to Burisma executive uh, Vadim Poroshenko to set up an account at the now-defunct Sada Bank in Malta in 2016. Hunter was asked to provide a certified declaration of source wealth notarize them with a lawyer and send them to the owner of an auction house in Malta. The auctioneer, Pierre Pillow, and his company PGP Trading Limited were charged in 2020 with laundering millions of euro. Uh, Maltese prosecutors said they were tipped off by an allegedly suspicious transaction over the sale of a disassembled oil rig involving Burisma. Uh, during the court case, it emerged that Burisma owner, Michaelo Zolachewski had rented Pillow's apartment in Teabex, Malta, in 2014 while applying for citizenship of the country through its Golden Visa program, the Times of Malta reported in December 2020. Another update coming from this case is uh, uh, this Fox News headline reads, Comer reveals plans to bring in more witnesses for Biden family influence peddling probe. Uh, So it doesn't just stop there. They're still going. House Oversight Committee Chairman uh, James Comer told Fox News there are more witnesses and sources to come forward regarding his panel's probe of alleged bribery and uh, influence peddling on the part of President Biden and members of his family. Comer told Life, Liberty, and Levin uh, he and fellow involved lawmakers have done more than expected given their narrow purview than the Justice Department or executive branch cabinet offices to investigate information relevant to the probe. Uh, Andy, what do we got on this? I think the important thing for people to understand here is that it is a probe. This isn't everything that they're guilty of. This is an example of what they're guilty of. And what this shows, allegedly, which seems to be true, is that the President of the United States has taken money to make policy decisions that are not in the interest of Americans, that are for the interests of another country. This particular example shows it with Ukraine. But there are, if this is a probe and this is how they do business, what makes you think that they're not doing this with literally everyone who has interests against America? And one of the countries that keeps coming up at the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars, not $10 million, hundreds of millions of dollars, is China. And if you take into account the decisions that this man has made over the course of the last however many two and a half years that he's been in charge of our country, virtually every single decision and policy that he's made has made America weaker, has made America more divided, 
has made America more vulnerable to the enemy in many different ways, and economically uh, and militarily, and pretty much every other way too, culturally, okay, we're weak as fuck. So we're dealing with a man in our highest office who has taken money against the interests of the United States people who elected him, allegedly, okay, we can throw that in there too, <laughs> yeah, right. um, and make decisions that are in the favor of other countries. And that's called treason. Okay, and these guys dancing around this at the highest level up there in Washington, you motherfuckers know exactly what's going on. You know exactly what he did. And we need to stop with the formalities and the fucking process. Drown and these out. motherfuckers should be in fucking jail right now, today. They yeah. should be arrested today. If we had actual patriots, if we had actual people that were standing for the Constitution of the United States in our military, which... By the way, that's what the COVID thing was about. Remove all the patriots from the military who won't take the vaccine so that we have a bunch of compliant cucks, okay? And now we have a situation where we have a, a military that's not even on the side of constitutional republic uh, or the people of this country. And if we had that, this, these people would be in jail today. Yeah. Yeah, I, and like, dude, I, there's a couple of things. It I wouldn't be this. impeachment. No, 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 no. A couple of things, man. It's like, you know, one thing I was having a few conversations with some people over the weekend about, about this exact thing. And they're like, but DJ, I, I don't get the bribe aspect, man, because like, you know, that's okay. I, I get, I get what a bribe is. Right. But like, there was no policy decisions that were made in, in 2016. And I said, bro, what's happening right now. What's going on right now. They're, yeah. they're playing the fucking long game. They're not okay. I'm not going to give you $10 million to cash in something next week. Well, I'm sorry, but that's, that's showing the exposing the mental limitations of whoever's having that conversation with you. Dude, these people don't act in weak timelines. Well, not only that, this as is VP for decades. Is, exactly. This is play to win. This is, this is to ruin the United States. As you know, the United States forever over the course of time with many small decisions and policy changes and removals of norms and culture, such as a, a, a single-family household, such as affordable house, bro. The, the fucking amount of the amount of percent that a housing has gone up versus income is ridiculous in this country. They've made it impossible to be a middle-class, hardworking American and not be poor. They've done that intentionally because they know the poorer that the middle class is, the less resistant they will be and the more compliant and the more dependent they will be on the government. This is the ushering in of communism step by step by step by step by imperceivable step over the course of decades that we're dealing with here. Yeah. Well, the other part of this too is, and you've mentioned, like you, you uh, we talked about it before on the show, if guys you remember, uh, what you thought the play was, right? You, you thought, you know, uh, and the belief still holds true, right? Uh, that they're going to drop Biden at some point, bring in this new uh, unity figure. Uh -huh. We believe we know who yeah. that is, right? And I, I don't. I actually don't know if it's it's Michelle Obama. I think the way that they're positioning now, it looks like it's going to be Gavin Newsom. Really? Yeah, because bro, Fox is giving a maritime. Everybody's giving a lot of maritime, and I personally think that they think that that guy is appealing to somewhat moderates. Because look, dude, we're only arguing over five percent of the middle of the population, mm. and I think that Gavin Newsom is. When you hear him talk, he's almost palatable for someone, but you have to pay attention. He actually doesn't ever answer a real question, and he also talks over whoever. He does exactly what most liberals do. Mm -hmm. He knows a few key statistics, and then 
he talks over people and doesn't let him answer or right. talk. Right. You know, like, like Hannity was hammering him on the show and he was like, well, how many military bases does the United States have across the world? Well, motherfucker, I don't know. A lot. And he's like, 74. You know how many China has? Two. Like, he starts, so those statistics yeah. make him seem more credible. Because, he's witty. Yes. Yeah. And he's witty enough to where they can march him out on a stage and he can do enough mental gymnastics to sound as if he's credible. And if you're not a very smart individual or you're not good at perceiving language or the way that people manipulate their language or the way that people operate in a debate scenario, maneuvering their way around a real answer, if you're not in tune with that, he's a much better option than Joe Biden. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but and it also makes sense too the, of them like drawing this whole process out to like, you know, keep Biden in, right? Like keep him in there as long as they possibly can. Unveil as much fucking damage as you possibly can than to do this whole bait and switch Well, that's thing. what I think's happening. Yeah, I mean, so it makes sense why this Don't shit you think is that's 100%. Yeah. I mean, now with all of the shit with the-, the They're going to the like, let this guy continue to unravel the country until people will not fucking stand for it anymore. Exactly. And the problem <laughs> is, is that like nobody's painting this as the Democratic Party. They're painting this as Biden. Yeah. That's the danger. And the Democratic part Party's like, well, that's not our guy, motherfucker. Exactly. How was that? What about two and a half years ago? Right. That was Jesus for y'all. Exactly. Exactly. Listen, I'll, I'll just say how it's going. Nobody wants to say it. I've said this many a times. Trump retruthed this clip that I said. Here's the thing. This man is a bought and paid for asset of the biggest enemy of the United States. And they are going to allow him and they are going to encourage him and they are going to force him to dismantle the United States as much as humanly possible until people resist to a point where he has to be dealt with, then they will regather and they will regroup. If you cannot understand that this man is advancing the agenda of the enemies of this country intentionally and getting you to fight for it, saying it's a moral thing, bro, you're not connecting the dots. You're not seeing it. Okay. I see it very clearly. I, I could see exactly what's going on. This is very logical. Is this man making decisions that benefit you or is this man not? Is your life better now or is your life harder now? What's actually happening to the, the culture of the country versus what does it look like when culture of the country is in a good place? We are in a complete and intentional downward spiral that is initiated by this man and his cohorts for money, which is treason. And the people in Washington who we elected to handle this shit need to fucking handle it reality okay otherwise the people will get to a point where you will not be able to handle them that is the history of every single fucking country every single amassment of population in the history of earth and if if the people do not rise up against it and continue to allow these people to push and push and push and push and push thinking that some magical superhero is going to fly in and solve the problem these people will push it all the way and they plan on eliminating any resistance any way that they possibly can. And you can use your imagination as to what that will mean. If you read history, you know what it means. Okay, so there's a lot of connecting of the dots that needs to happen in the minds and hearts of good Americans that needs to happen quick. Otherwise, we're in deep shit. Yeah, it's real shit, man. Guys, let's bring this uh, cruise on home. We got our third and final headline, headline number three. Hello, number three reads, we do not support the independence of Taiwan. Blinken reaffirms U.S. commitment to one China policy during high stakes meeting with Xi to try and ease tensions between D.C. and Moscow. 
Did you see this? Have you been following this? No. Bro, these people are full of shit. I know that. They're not full of shit, dude. They're doing what they're paid to do. It's true. They're not full of shit. They're doing exactly what they're paid to do. Yeah. That's, dude, that is the exact connection that needs to happen. You have to look at it like this. If you were to try to destroy the United States, how would you actually accomplish it without invading or creating violence? And if you answer that question, honestly, these people are doing every single thing along that step. And you guys think that there's going to be an election in a year and a half that's going to be free and fair and it's just going to solve the shit. You're insane. It's not happening. These people are in full destruction mode. They're doing it intentionally. That's what they're paid to do. They're doing their job. Yeah. Well, it's important to note too, like, you know, they'll say this one thing on the stage, but then once they get off that stage and they pick up the pen, what they're doing is complete reverse of what they're saying, right? I mean, that's what makes this topic so interesting. So uh, this Daily Mail article reads, the United States will not support Taiwan breaking away from China, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken has said, amid a series of confusing statements by Joe Biden on the issue. Uh, so here's the video of uh, uh, Anthony Blinken, Secretary of State. Uh, here's what he had to say. On Taiwan, I reiterated the longstanding U.S. One China policy. Uh, that policy has not changed. It's guided by the Taiwan Relations Act, the three joint communiques, the six assurances. We do not support Taiwan independence. We remain opposed to any unilateral changes to the status quo by either side. We continue to expect the peaceful resolution of cross-strait differences. We remain committed to meeting our responsibilities under the Taiwan Relations Act, including making sure that Taiwan has the ability to defend itself. So the commander in chief. Uh, listen, we got to be honest here, okay? Like what he's saying is not what the headline says that he's saying. What he said right there was we're, we're going to stand by the policy that's already in place. But what he's not saying is equally as important as to what he's saying. Because what he's not saying is if China tries to invade Taiwan, we'll fucking stop him. Bing, bing, bing. Okay. So that's what people have to pay attention to. Yeah. They're giving permission mm -hmm. intentionally for China to invade Taiwan by playing a passive role and selling it to us as if, oh, all we're doing is trying to maintain what we've always had. And then they're going to give them the green light to do whatever the fuck they want. Mm -hmm. so, it's another proxy war. Dude. It's another proxy war. Uh, so the commander and shits itself has twice suggested since entering office that the U.S. would come to Taiwan's defense if China ever invaded the island, angering Beijing. Biden's own aides had to twice walk back those comments, insisting Biden had misspoken. Uh, Blinking's meeting with Xi in the Great Hall of the People marked the highest level visit by a U.S. official to Beijing in nearly five years. But we got the receipts, Andy. We got the receipts. Uh, this headline from 2019, uh, I'm sorry, from September 19th of 2022, Biden says U.S. forces would defend Taiwan in the event of a Chinese invasion. Uh, NPR, they reported it too. Biden, again, says U.S. would help Taiwan if China attacks. Or this CNN article, Biden says U.S. would respond militarily if China attacked Taiwan. But White House insists there's no one, there's no policy change. Like, these motherfuckers are saying one thing to us. They're lying to us straight to our face, just like uh, Kareen Jean-Pierre says every fucking day she's in the press office. They say one thing, but then as soon as they get off the mic, they're doing something completely different in the complete opposite uh, interest of the American people, man. 
Andy, what do you got on this? Well, I don't know how anybody could, like, there's so many people here. Like, we live in this time where people just don't want to be wrong. Hmm. Like, they want to side with their people or ride or die with their group or this or that. And that, that thinking, that group think, I'm on the Democrat team or I'm on the Republican team or I'm on the, the whatever team, that's destroying our country. That's, a, that's a keeping us divided. Divided, we fall. That's the saying, right? <clears throat> and so they've played on people's egos and people's positioning and their ignorance and their inability to be humble and change their mind to get people to pick sides. Okay, like we think about the mask. Mm -hmm. The mask wasn't about the mask. The mask was about compliance and who's on what side. Mm -hmm. And then they told you to attack the people who weren't on the mask. Okay, and half fucking way more than, and this is the problem with you passive fucks. How many of you motherfuckers never wanted to wear a mask, but you wore it anyway? Just because you didn't want the smoke. If you had just not fucking complied, this we wouldn't even be here. If you had just said, you know what? I don't give a fuck if people say whatever to me about the mask. You would have found out that 80% of the people wearing the mask didn't want to wear it in the first place and that we would have been fine. None of this shit would have even happened, okay? So we have this groupthink mentality that is ruining our ability to identify threats and then have reasonable solutions to threats, all right? So what's going on here in Taiwan is the agenda that is probably bought and paid for through the same exact shit that they're talking about with the Burisma deal that hasn't come to fruition yet or knowledge yet right remember i said it's a probe a probe is a probe we're testing that cancer cell that particular cell to see if it has cancer we don't know how many other cancers are around we know that there's that one yeah, and just in this one specific part okay. of the body so do you think that these people that were so corrupt to sell policy decisions in exchange for own personal wealth do you think that they had a moral limit beyond just ukraine or do you think that they're for sale to everybody? Because my logic tells me that anybody that's willing to make that decision with one country would make that decision with any country because it shows that they care about themselves, not the people that they're supposed to represent. I do not believe that these people have one shred of patriotic loyalty to this country in their entire existence. I believe it's a dead issue. I believe they hate people that stand for it, and they do. That's why they make the American flag a divisive symbol now where some americans don't feel like it represents them right they've done that intentionally colin kaepernick played a big role in that himself so which he was paid to do yeah exactly dude exactly yeah so like dude we have the all these scenarios of all this corruption and they're continuing to act against the interests of us and for the interests of china and what blinken said right here was what i said at the beginning of the segment This is just him pacifying the audience that's smart enough to understand a little bit of what's going on to say, oh, well, all he's really saying is that we need to enforce the policy. That is what he's saying. But what he's also saying by not saying, hey, you're not doing this, is that, hey, if China does it, that was their decision and we had nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. And that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to hand Taiwan over to China, which was probably part of the agreement. I get oh, you mean for the hundreds of millions of dollars yes. allegedly. Yes. Speculative. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Listen, man, these people are fucking traitors. Yeah. Period. End of story. I can't stand this lady. I can't stand any of them. Do you, did you see that they're making her the face of the campaign now? 
So it's like the next like five or six uh, campaign rallies that are supposed to be done. She's doing them oh. by herself. Well, the guy can't talk. The fuck you think they're going to do? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, could you make it more obvious? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Guys, that was our third and final headline. It's time for our final segment of the show. As always, we have thumbs up or dumb as fuck. That's when we bring a headline up. We'll go through it, talk about it. And we'll get one of those two options. So with that being said, our thumbs up or dumb as fuck headline reads, Little Rock Boy mows 50 yards free of charge for those in need. I love this shit, man. It gives me so much hope. I really do. Uh, so this is a Breitbart article reading, an 11-year-old from Little Rock, Arkansas, won a new lawnmower, weed eater, and leaf blower after completing the 50-yard challenge. Uh, Jade Nielsen started the challenge in August 2022 and said it was difficult at first, K-A-R-K reported. Quote, no words can explain how happy I was, Nielsen said. Quote, I was grateful because I finished the 50 yards because I thought it would take me more than a year to complete. And I was happy because I got all this new stuff. Uh, raising men and women lawn care service posed the challenge to young participants to mow 50 lawns belonging to those most in need free of charge. Mowers are encouraged to seek out the elderly, single moms, the disabled and veterans to date. Over 25,000 lawns have been mowed for free by 4,588 young mowers, according to the nonprofit site. Uh, children and teens as far away as Australia, Japan, Germany, Sweden, South Africa, and England have completed uh, the challenge. Uh, Rodney Smith Jr. started the nonprofit in Alabama. Quote, the message is you work hard and like anything in life, things will be challenging and things will get difficult, but just stick to it. If you commit to it, Smith said, uh, Nielsen said at times he wanted to quit, but his grandmother was his biggest supporter. She even taught him to mow and signed him up for the challenge in the first place. Quote, I am proud that I got this far and still because of my grandma, I wouldn't be here right now. Nielsen said now Nielsen is creating his own lawn care business called The Real Deal, uh, but said he will still be providing free services to those in need. Andy, what we got on this? Oh, I think this is I think this is amazing. That dude's doing old school mowing, dude. Yeah. He's got well, like, and that's the new one he just got. Yeah, that's the new one. Mm -hmm. Well, bro, look, man, I think it's great for a lot of reasons. One, you're teaching kids to take care of the vulnerable in their community, which is something that my generation just kind of learned doing. Like the way I was raised, you just did that shit. Like yeah. if you had an elder elderly neighbor that couldn't mow their grass, you fucking mowed it. You know, here in the Midwest where we get some snow sometimes, like when you have elderly neighbors, like you fucking you shove the driveway, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. they got to do. That's one of the things I love living here in the Midwest. Uh, it's what, what I love the most about it <clears throat> is that we still have that here. Um, but this is really cool because I think what it's doing is instilling that value system. Uh, and they figured out a unique way to reward it in the younger generation. And they're also learning a bunch of other skill sets that they need to understand um, and, and fill up philosophical foundational understandings for success in life. You know, when he talks about wanting to quit 50 yards for a young person, that's a lot of fucking yards, bro. And when he talks about wanting to quit and that it was hard, this could be the first thing that he ever stuck all the way through and got rewarded. And mm. the truth of life is that, Almost every single thing that you do 
is going to take longer than you want it to take. It's going to be harder than you want it to be. It's going to be more frustrating than you thought it would be. And once you push through that, the reward is always there. And the harder it is, the more difficult it is, the more frustrating it is. It's actually usually the bigger reward as well. So what I think they're doing here is an amazing thing. I, I think it's going to inspire a lot of young entrepreneurs to understand the way the game is actually played because we have a lot of knuckleheads out there trying to teach all these people hacks and tricks and tips and ways around the work, which there is no way around the fucking work. There is no way around the time. You might have something that you could come to me and say, oh, well, I did this in this amount of time. Yeah, well, how you doing now? Okay, come and get me in five years. The reality is there's certain things that you can't hack and hard work and time are two of those things. And so I think this is great that we're teaching these young people that when they do good and they work hard, good shit happens because that's the reality of life, at least from my experience and my perspective so far. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, man. 100%. I thought this was fucking awesome. Thumbs up for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's real, man. Well, guys, Andy, that's all I got. All right, guys. I uh, appreciate you guys. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to YouTube. Let us know what you think in the comments and uh, don't be a hoe. Share the show. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in the cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, does a no, headshot, case closed, closed.